0: Hello there and welcome to today's podcast on ESG-based lending. Uh, my name is Christopher Williams. I'm a counsel in the banking department at Linklaters and today we're going to be looking at some developments in both the green lending sphere and also the sustainability linked lending sphere. But before we delve into the detail, it's always helpful to look at some of the background to these products. So these are two products that are related but distinct and that we have seen a huge appetite from both lenders and borrowers in the loans market in recent years. And why has that been? Well, corporates and their lenders, their shareholders, their stakeholders and their employees are all showing an ever greater appetite to demonstrate their good citizenship towards the communities in which they operate and the environment in which they have operations. And that's been demonstrated through the increased quantum of use of green loans and more latterly sustainability-linked loans. However, of course, the COVID pandemic hit in 2020. And during that period, corporates naturally gravitated towards preserving and focusing on their liquidity needs, which meant that they weren't able necessarily to focus on delivering bespoke lending products targeted at green and sustainability linked loans. However, we are obviously emerging from the pandemic and corporates and their lenders are looking to use these two products again, and we have been seeing some developments in them and an increased usage of them. So what are green loans? Green loans are a product that is a loan lent for a green purpose and where the proceeds are tracked from being advanced by the banks to their application against that green purpose. And that green purpose can be a project such as investing in renewable power, the protection of biodiversity, or some other reduction in pollution to land air, or sea. And the product is underpinned by a set of principles that were first published by a joint working group of the LMA, the APLMA and the LSTA in 2018 and they were supplemented by guidance in 2020. And these really set up the criteria that market participants need to use in order to badge their loan as a green loan. And even more recently, there have been some revisions where uh, the principals have said that parties should consider the social impact of their green loan facility And seek to mitigate any ESG impact that may be caused due to the implementation of that project. So that is a green loan in its more general sense and a flavour of some of the developments we've seen in it in its broadest sense. But picking up specifically in the real estate finance context. In October 2020, the LMA published a set of questions and answers that really were focused on the real estate finance space, given it lends itself very neatly to use of this product. And principally focusing on investment in the financing of new green buildings and also the financing of the retrofitting of existing buildings. And why? Well, buildings have been identified as a key source of uh, carbon generation through uh, old and outdated air conditioning units, use of inefficient lighting and other heating systems and building utilities. So real estate finance can use a green loan to improve or build new buildings. And also the structure of a real estate finance-based loan lends itself to this product, because often there is a high degree of specification to the use of accounts, so the tracking of proceeds from lenders through to application can be tracked more easily. And there's normally a high degree of reporting within a real estate finance loan, which again lends itself to the transparency that the principles that underlie the product require. So that's a little look at developments in green loans. What are we seeing in sustainability-linked loans? Now, stepping right back, a sustainability-linked loan, unlike a green loan, is a loan that can be used for general corporate purposes. However, the pricing is adjusted upwards or downwards by reference to a borrower's performance against certain key performance indicators. And as with the green loan, sustainability-linked loans are underpinned by a set of principles first published in 2019 by that same working group of the LMA, the APLMA and the LSTA, and also supplemented by guidance that was published in 2020. So what we originally saw and what we have been seeing is pricing was originally one way and that is to say that good performance by a borrower against its key performance indicators was rewarded but if a borrower failed to comply with its key performance indicators then any previous uh, reduction in margin would be taken away. In addition, static ESG targets based on overall scores would be used, and really, there was a focus on traditional environmental considerations only. However, much more recently, we've been seeing a greater usage of a wider range of key performance indicators. So these would be focused on a larger range of environmental, social, and also governance-type factors. And pricing would be tied to the performance, often against a multitude of these key performance indicators, as opposed to just hitting an overall ESG score. And in addition, there's been a greater focus on the sophistication of the key performance indicators that are used within a facility, and also the targets that are set. Because one of the key determinants of this product is that it requires the targets that are used to be both meaningful and a stretch for the borrower to comply with. So whereas previously a borrower would have to meet a static target, as I've said, and it could potentially just stay at that level for the remainder of the loan, Now what we're seeing is market participants being forced to continually improve their performance against their key performance indicators throughout the life of their loan, which obviously ties back to the principle I said at the outset, which is that we are seeing borrowers wanting to participate more fully in better environmental husbandry, and stewardship of the communities in which they operate. Now, it's fair to say that the sustainability-linked loan market is larger than the green loans market because the sustainability-linked loans market is inherently a general corporate purposes loan. So there are more borrowers who are able to access this product. And more recently, we have seen the leverage finance market take advantage of this product, which traditionally has been the preserve of the corporate lending market. So that's a bit of an update on green loans and sustainability-linked loans, but if you'd like to find out more information about these products, there's plenty of information on the Linklaters website, but equally, please do feel free to reach out to any one of your usual Linklaters colleagues who will be happy to talk more about this product.